Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And today we're going to start off the show with a couple of results uh, that happened uh, very recently, as we discussed on the Friday night panel and as uh, Neil Ladeal discussed on his show, Boxing 101. In fact, uh, it, Olympic gold medalist Gamal Yafai, he won, uh, demolished tommy frank actually in the first round of their flyweight clash on saturday night that was held at the utilita arena in birmingham england if i dropped frank in the first 30 seconds and forced a quick stoppage at one minute and 40 seconds also on that card welterweight uh corner walker uh battered previously unbeaten cyrus pattinson walker dropped pattinson three times and pattinson's corner finally uh, kept her man on the stool after the eighth round. In the heavyweight division, unbeaten heavyweight Solomon decries 7-0, and two knockouts, outscored Chris Thompson uh, over 10 rounds by scores of 9-9-91, 9-9-91, and 98-92 uh, to claim another victory. Fantastic stuff out of Birmingham. Uh, let's move across the pond. Uh, talk about uh, a couple of other fighters we've been mentioning on uh, Talk and Fight. In a rare battle of undefeated boxers, Steve the Savage Sumter used his athleticism to defeat James Pitbull Perkins in the main event of uh, the Pandemonium at the Palladium show presented by Granite Gym Promotions uh, that took place uh, in the Palladium in Worcester, Massachusetts. Sumter never stopped moving. Perkins kept changing, charging forward. Sumter, 9-0, fighting out of Pittsfield, Massachusetts, uh, won an eight-round majority decision, albeit on contrasting judges' scoring. Two judges had Sumter winning each round, uh, but the other had it a draw. And that was for the vacant IBA, America's Super Middleweight Championship. Sumter said after the fight, my plan was for me to keep moving, to tire him out, uh, but my footwork was key uh, because he couldn't keep up with me. I'm keeping this belt. Sorry, I'm bringing this belt home like I said I would. Styles make fights, as they say. And last night's main event was a perfect example. The first uh, round found athletic uh, Sumter moving circularly. The powerfully built Perkins going forward and applying pressure as he attempted to cut off the ring. Uh, there's a lot of uh, fainting and title connecting. Uh, little, sorry, little connecting from both fighters in the second and third rounds in a strategic matchup. Good stuff uh, from Granite Chin uh, out of Massachusetts. Let's move along to uh, what we're all going to be talking about for the next week. Usyk versus Dubois. Uh, we know it's happening. We know it's going forward uh, as opposed to uh, someone potentially failing a drug test. Uh, but no, it's going forward for sure. Um, I'm quite positive <laughs> it will go forward. Um, I say that with every degree of confidence. Um, Dubois enters the fight, however, as an underdog uh, and does so with Don Charles now in his corner, the same man who cornered Chisora. I mean, Derek Chisora, as he gave you six some difficulties back in 2020. Uh, Charles recently told uh, the media that he's purposely made Dubois uncomfortable in camp at altitude in Spain. Both Charles and Dubois seem to acknowledge that phys physicality will be paramount if he wants to pull the upset. Huh, that's an understatement. All right. Uh, but before Usyk attempts to defend his WBA, IBF, and WO belts, uh, Adam Azim 
will have the attention of the crowd. Adams, we all know, is the uh, son of uh, former featherweight world champ Prince Nazim, uh, who the UK seemed to like an awful lot. Uh, Adam will take to the ring, but it's not yet known who he's facing or what weight category he'll compete in. Uh, however, he's been training at McCracken's gym in Birmingham uh, in preparation for his debut. Now, speaking of the UK and their opinion on this, let's turn to Ricky Hatton. Ricky Hatton is a British back boxing icon, if you aren't familiar with the name, and he's not one to pull punches, and he's coming out swinging in defense of fellow countryman Daniel Dubois. Oh, there's a shock. As he prepares to face Alexander Usyk for the WBA, IBF, and WBO heavyweight uh, titles this Saturday in Poland. Speaking of the media, the hitman Hatton shared his thoughts on the bout, and he's convinced that Dubois has more than just a puncher's chance. When you think about the difference in size between the two fighters, I know you could say the same thing when Usyk fought Joshua, but Dubois only needs one shot given his size. Uh, and tell me that's something that we haven't heard before. But let's move on with the story. Dubois' power could be the key, he says. Hatton knows a thing or two about power as well as well-placed punches, and he's betting that Dubois' dynamic, uh, sorry, dynamite, not dynamic, dynamite, in his fists could be the deciding factor in this bout. Are you trying to tell me that people will be shocked if Dubois knocks them out with the power that Dubois has? Come on, says Hatton. Don't write off Dubois, says Hatton. According to Hatton, writing off Dubois is a mistake, and he's taking issue with those who are dismissing the British fighters' chances. Dubois has battled back from defeat, worked his way up to the top number one contender spot, proven his skills in the ring. To write off Dubois, he says, is like uh, the fight is foregone conclusion. I disagree with that massively, Hatton declared. Respect the challenger, he added. Hatton's urging for respect doesn't stop with Dubois. He's acknowledging Usyk's incredible talent, Olympic gold medal, and undisputed championships. But he's adamant that Dubois deserves more respect and credit for the accomplishments and potential in this bout. He says, of course, Usyk will be the favorite, but to write off Dubois is mightily unfair. And following uh, Hatton's lead, he says, with a sly uh, grin, Hatton reminds everyone that upsets can and do happen in the heavyweight division. He draws on his own experience, a little fat uh, Mancunian who took on Costa Tzu and proved the doubters wrong. When you can punch like Daniel Dubois, he's got a great chance. The bell hasn't rung, the punches haven't been thrown, but the fight has already begun in the court of fans' opinion. Hatton's not standing on the sidelines. He's in Dubois' corner, urging him on and reminding everyone that in a squared circle, anything can happen and speaking of anything can happen let's move over to the ladies um michaela mayer and lauren price continue their pursuit of world titles when they both return on the undercard of liam smith's rematch with chris eubank jr mayor who had previously held two world belts takes on former ebu european super lightweight champ sylvia berto in manchester on September 2nd, I'll be live on Sky Sports box office ahead of the Smith versus Eubank Jr. tilt. Uh, Price also uh, extends her perfect professional record to five victories. Um, sorry, she's expecting uh, to extend her professional record to five victories, keeping the British title holder on course for a potential fight against the recently crowned welterweight champ, Natasha Jonas. Ooh, that should be a good one. Unbeaten British contender Caroline Dubois will also be in Manchester watching Mayer closely from ringside after she was 
linked to a future fight against the American star. Michaela Mayer uh, is a world-class competitor and we're delighted to announce her addition to already be a stacked undercard for the Smith versus Eubank to repeat or revenge. Blockbuster pay-per-view event said Ben Shalom. He's the uh, CEO of Boxer. That's B-O-X-X-E-R. Mayor was a big hit with British fight fans uh, on her last visit here, but one person she didn't impress was Caroline Dubois. We know Caroline will be ringside in Manchester for this bout, and she's had some things to say about Mayor recently. So if Mayor wins on September 2nd, then maybe we see those two square off in 2024. Now, Caroline Dubois to fight for the IBO lightweight title live on Sky Sports is another headline I've just noticed. Caroline Dubois will fight for the IBO lightweight title live on Sky Sports September 30th. The lender is to battle a Mexican veteran, Miguel Rodriguez, at uh, York Hall, uh, says Ben Shalom, who we just mentioned. Uh, He says that Dubois is the future face of women's sport, not only in the UK, but on the world stage because she's British. Caroline Dubois challenges for the IBO title on September 30th. The 22-year-old lightweight takes a sizable step up in class against Mexican veteran Magali Rodriguez in her only eighth fight in the bill topping about a boxer breakthrough at London's York Hall. Dubois has won her professional debut on points in February 2022 and then stopped her next five opponents before a points victory over Yanina del Carmen Lascono in June. Rodriguez is a former WBA world title challenger and current WBC title holder with nine knockouts among her 22 victories to date. Dubois has named Katie Taylor and Michaela Mayer as targets and a win over Rodriguez would stake her claim for a big name about. Good for her. Alrighty. Uh, looking to unify the middleweight titles on October uh, 14th in Rosenberg, Texas. We're going to see Jana Beck Alam Kanuli and Vincenzo Guatieri uh, go toe-to-toe. Alam Kanuli, uh, the WBO's 160-pound champ, will headline a top-ranked boxing event on ESPN uh, for the first consecutive outing. A 30-year-old from Kazakhstan, Alam Kahuli, uh, he's 14-0, and 0, by the way, and nine knockouts, is ESPN's number two ranked middleweight. The Southpaw has made two defenses, both against French contenders, however. He's coming off a second-round knockout of Stephen Butler in May. Uh, Galtieri, by the way, 21-0-1, seven knockouts, has never competed outside of his native Germany. A 30-year-old who's ranked number nine at middleweight by ESPN won the vacant IBF title last month with a decision over Esquiva Falcawa. So there you go. Good news uh, come to us. Oh, but here's what I wanted to end up with. I wasn't quite finished my art, uh, my uh, show today. I wanted to report some what we call fight buzz. Yes, everyone hates the rumors and the talk about what might be, what could be, what should be. But here's some interesting stuff, I think. Uh, as, we, as we're all eagerly awaiting Javon to tank Dave's next move, as he's yet to line up an opponent after scoring that seventh round knockout of Ryan Garcia, uh, Shakur Stevenson might be the ideal matchup, while an encounter with Terence Crawford would be intriguing, regardless of the long odds, if it ever happens. Uh, Davis's trainer has another fighter in mind. Calvin Ford uh, told the media on August 13th that Isaac Cruz appears to be the most likely candidate at this stage. 
Cruz improved his record to 25-2-1 when he earned a split decision victory over Giovanni Cabrera back in July. And he's now the number six lightweight in ESPN's uh, divisional rankings. Stevenson, by the way, um, might be a, a Keyshawn Davis matchup, it seems. Uh, let's have a quick look here. In a, in a since-deleted tweet, Keyshawn Davis seemingly referenced a possible fight between Shakur Stevenson and Frank Martin. Mm, that's news. Uh, Bo, uh, let's see, top-ranked CEO Bob Arum said earlier this month the door had closed on Stevenson getting Vasily Lomachenko. Cruz and Martin are third and fourth, respectively, in the WBC rankings, so one of the two could oppose Stevenson for that vacant WBC lightweight title. Stevenson last fought in April and beat uh, Yoshino out of Japan by technical knockout in the sixth round. And after that result, um, Martin was listed among the most logical opponents for the 26-year-old uh, when he returns back to the ring. Uh, and let's have a quick look at whether or not Lomachenko is going to face George Composis Jr. again. So let's have a look here. Lomachenko and Kambosis were all set to fight in June 2022, but Lomachenko withdrew to an ongoing Russian invasion of his native Ukraine. Aram said the 35-year-old to express some misgivings about fighting the, the rest of the year for the same reason. Loma, however, eventually secured uh, a date with uh, Jermaine Ortiz that October and won a unanimous decision. Now he's looking to rebound from losing a unanimous decision to Devin Haney in May, and there are renewed rumblings he might finally oppose Cambosis Jr. Whether or not anything comes of that, the rumors didn't escape the notice of Stevenson. Uh, whatever happens next for Lomachenko fans, at least uh, seems to know one marquee boxer he isn't fighting. <laughs> well said, well said. All right, boxing fans, thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it very much. Uh, oh, yes, I forgot to mention Avril Mathy. Um, thanks for commenting. Please, uh, I'll I'll dig up that story and bring it to you. She's my fav absolute favorite female fighter, uh, Avril Mathy. She's got another fight coming up, and I'll certainly let you know more about that. Uh, Miyamoto is going to be back in the ring. Uh, and uh, on the 26th for a title, by the way. All right, I'll, I'll bring you more uh, women and news about their fights coming up. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and uh, I'll join Mike Orr at 4 p.m. for his show. Knuckle up today, and uh, see you later on. Thank you.